welcome to Suds and Buds. Drink up, bitches. And just like that, folks, we have begun our expedition into pretty much nothing and everything at the same time. I already fucked up and didn't mute my phone. We haven't even fucking started. Unprofessional. I know, this is atrocious. Absolutely unprofessional. This is Tyler Thomas on the mic coming to you guys. For those of you that don't know this annoying ass voice. And uh, this is uh, on mic number two and clearly stated after the practice episode that I am the bat or the Robin to TT's Batman. This is Cool yeah. with Cody on mic number two. He's a Robin with tighter tights. Extra tight tights. That's the only way Robin should do it. As tight as they get. And so I guess it's only right since it is the Suds and Buds podcast to describe that. We're here with our drinks. Not not beer for the not first beer. episode, but it's still alcohol. I tried it's to something. do wines and lines, but you didn't want to. We didn't, didn't have the lines. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if that would have made it. I mean, it would have. we would have been a very talkative podcast. Ugh, that's how we would have started. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save that for the 30th episode. The 30th, yeah, 300. Uh, we're not get a nice clink of this Shit, wine that, was that a we're drinking. Cup. That was yeah, it's not gonna, you're not going to hear that. Shit. And plus, you're making me drink wine out of a coffee mug. So thanks for that. This is uh, not the Beverly Hills, as you might have guessed. This is in case you haven't figured it out. This podcast has not been a hit yet. <laughs> it hasn't been picked up just yet. The TBS is interested. <laughs> We're working on it, guys. Yeah. And now we got the suds. Well, kind of suds because there's no suds in wine, but it's a drinking thing. So uh, take your drink of wine and or beer, liquor, whatever you got, Cheers, and then go ahead friends. and spark up your bud with your bud. Just like I'm doing. <laughs> Let's not get into the blunt rolling abilities and skills. And I wasn't even getting into that. I oh, you wanted to. Fact. I mean, I could, but that we we have other we have a list that we need to get into. I don't think we should get that sidetracked that early. Oh. That would be a whole podcast episode, <laughs> just me roasting your your rolling skills, buddy. I'll tell you what you can't roast. You can't roast undefeated. Undefeated in what? What what competition? It was my segue into the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh my fucking god, here we go. I don't want to talk football. In case you haven't, in case you've been living under a rock or just, you know, don't pay attention to national news. Um, The Philadelphia Eagles are the only undefeated team left in the National Football League. And we are cruising our way to a Super Bowl. Well... You, you're going to have some stiff... I mean, the NFC, I'll give it to you, the NFC kind of looks like, like dog shit beside you guys. Other than the NFC East, which was supposed to be the NFC yeah. East. And you just ran through the toughest competition in there beside you guys, which is the Cowboys. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't... You guys don't could know, easily these, go to the these Super fucking, Bowl. These fucking Giants are finding a way to beat teams. Like, yeah. it was... Lamar is what really, like, kind of shook me a little bit. I'm, and, I mean, I don't know whether that's... Just Lamar's kind of fumbling these big moments a little bit this year because it's not the first time. He's kind of, you know, these big moments he's not looking exactly elite in. Not to say he's not an elite quarterback, but it's been a little questionable because, I mean, that fumble, you know, at the end of the Giants game, man, that's a that's a big no-no. Look, yeah, it's it's a fuck-up. Um, but Lamar, I mean, the, I, we should have looked up this exact time if I was going to bring it up, but they, they have been trailing for a very minimal amount of time in the total, like all of their games, the total amount of time that they've trailed uh-huh. uh, has been just very minimal. So they play good football. They just need to figure out how to close out. And you're right. Lamar on these last drives needs yeah. to not make mistakes like he is 
But um, let's not forget that the first couple of weeks we were talking about Lamar MVP. So he's oh, and he's, he's still, still in there. that combo. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't change. Um, he's definitely probably going to take MVP. I mean, I'm st- I, my boy Jalen might could get it. You know, um, I would love to, I would love to see Hurts get it. Uh, not even just as an Eagles fan, just as a football fan. I feel like if you love the sport, you gotta fuck with Jalen Hurts, man. The guy's just he's amazing. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk it. Let's talk it. Way too early MVP candidates. Who's your number? I mean, would it be? I would think Jalen's got to be number one. Jalen is well. Okay, Josh Allen's number one. Yeah, you got to put Josh Allen. Up Josh there. Allen. You probably would put Mahomes two right now over Allen, just because those are the two big names. Everybody yeah. and they're playing well, so everybody's looking, you know, looking that way. But I think right after that, you have to put Jalen Hurts at number three. Yeah, absolutely. I can't think of a better one. Absolutely. I don't really know anyone else it could go to. Honestly, like I'm um, kind of. Racking my brain. I'm already a little high, I will admit. Not just from this one I just sparked. <laughs> I'm not that lightweight. But, um, you know, I'm, I can't think of anybody. You know? Yeah, so I think. It's going to go to a quarterback anyway. They don't fucking give MVPs to anybody else nowadays. You would have to do something just unbelievable. In the let me, so you know, let me, quarterback. Let me yeah, look at our database that database. is absolutely not Google on who the last person to win NFL MVP. Last non-quarterback NFL MVP. That would have been a fast way to type it in if you're doing a search for it. But that's okay. I like to do things We're all about wasting time here. Hard way. Oh, my God. It, it, okay. I know a couple of listeners have probably guessed it. We got some diehard football fans out there, at least some of my friends. who what, are. So I don't have any football friends? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm sure you do, but... My friends are your friends. Half of them. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, not, not my Hawaii friends, though. You don't know any of my Kansas friends, so you're not better than me. It doesn't me. matter. We're better than you. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Anyway, Move on. It was Adrian Peterson. So, yeah, if anybody guessed that beforehand, give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a cookie. Give yourself a little sip. That season he had. Was it his rookie year or his second year in the this league was, that he had that MVP season? This was 2012, so. Uh, yeah, that doesn't help me. Yeah, I'm I a diehard think... football fan, but my years and everything are still. No, that's it was pretty be... early. In his, I mean, running backs nowadays, like, what, after – after four years, after you get your first big contract, then you're done pretty much as a running back. Let's see, he was he was he was drafted in uh, 2007, so that was <laughs> wow. not his rookie. Okay, year. folks, so I am yeah. not the uh, numbers not, guy. Here. Yeah, in case you haven't figured it out, we are not geniuses here. We will research on this show. We will, we will, yeah. Well, we're gonna have to research, but I will still continue, even though we research after the fact. I still plan on continuing to feed everybody false information. Oh, yeah. It's That's, all about the confidence in which you deliver false information. Yeah. If I get anybody to believe me and follow me on that's listening to this podcast, I just want you to know now, and I'm making it very clear, that is your fault. That is not mine. And uh, you are listening to the, the next uh, Charles Manson here, everybody. <laughs> it's a very, well, very good possibility. Well, we were, uh, we're on a pretty high note here with the Eagles, so let's bring it back down to reality a little bit here. <laughs> and talk about... Uh, my Mr. When he started asking the question, or when he started, what was he doing? When he was like, "Oh, when people ask questions, like," and then was a Sierra in the background. No, that was so that so that video is actually old. Well, I know it was old, but that was his ex. That so. was the white chick he was with mm. when he got drafted. Remember Big Horse Mouth? <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was that chick. I don't know her name. <laughs> I hope she's doing good. Out there, so I don't know. Offense to you, uh, my lady. Whatever. She had to get is. money out of the divorce. So she's. She, oh, I'm girl. sure she's fine. Yeah, she's a she's a white woman. She, she's well, good. Yeah, you're right. Fair she's enough. good. She's. I don't think she's having any struggles. But anyways, yeah. On to my Denver Broncos. Um, 
We just continuously find ways to be the most atrocious team to watch in football. And I think, I think hands down, without a doubt, we are the least entertaining team to watch in all of NFL right now. I can't. I'm, I'm running through the list. I'd rather watch the Jaguars. Yeah, I would. I I'd rather um, watch the Texans, bro. Damon Pierce is a monster. Damon Pierce is a monster. Davis Mills still has some kind of potential there. Yeah. Um. Who's else? Who else is at the bottom? The Steelers. I'd much rather watch the Steelers and Kenny Pickett any day of the week. No, I fuck. And Kenny I'm a Broncos Pickett. fan. This is coming. I mean, I hey, I I'll can't th- stand this. Man. You know, I'll, I'll throw you a bone. Um, I don't your, want one. Your, <laughs> your defense is solid, though. Defense is fucking elite, actually. If you ask me. We. Are, um, I mean, yeah. Other than the Raiders, we've. Held everybody under twenty, you, I think. and you've played. Uh, I mean, you played Justin Herbert, who we know can be fucking explosive and ferocious. I mean, you shut him down. You made him look like his. He's playing his age, you know. Yeah, our DN Browning is really coming on, man. He had, he had yeah, yeah, hell of a game last night. It's still not enough. I mean that that punt at the end of overtime, man. That's just like. I mean, we we played football from a young age. I, th- there has always been a fire call or something when you punt the ball. Something to get away. <laughs> from it, if it's a bad punt or something, you would think in the NFL, yeah. if the guy makes a fair catch call, he would have something that he could shout out that was just stay the fuck away from me because I fair caught the ball, so all yeah. I gotta do is catch it. And I will say, in in the coaching defense, like plays like that is kind of just player stupidity. I just in the moment can't do anything about that. But there is an issue with the coaching. I give Hackett another maybe two months. End of the year, give him to the end of the year, they might fire him. Yeah. Or I mean, I, I don't think you, how much gonna... did you pay them? Did you guys pay them a lot? They, they don't really release coaches' salaries and shit like that. You gotta That's, look that shit. Yeah, up. you gotta really dig, and I don't. I Which don't is care why we have charge. That's why you have your phone while you're looking up all. It's, hey, it's it's not a phone. It's the research department. All right, let's let's give them their credit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, research department's doing a great job. Let's Apple, see. What, am I, what was I googling? Good God! I I actually I don't recall. And yeah. this is I mean well, we just, <laughs> we're just gonna move on with the podcast. With the Broncos are absolutely trash. Oh, hack it! Oh, no, hack hack it. That's right. How much money is hack it making? God. We apologize. Actually, I don't. You're listening. This is what you get. This is what we are. You're welcome. This is this um, is what. We are. <laughs> Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett is, he's a guy that I want to like, mainly because, you know, he, I, I right. listened to an interview with him and he's a Star Wars fan. So, it only tells me here his net worth. Uh, okay, he has a net worth of $9 million. So, his contract's uh, not that big. His annual salary is $4 million, but I think that's accounting for his assistant coach days. That's not what you guys paid him. You were right, they fucking keep that shit under wraps, that's man. That's what I'm they saying, don't... they don't really say shit. I mean, you find out, like, like college, like... Lincoln Riley, when Lincoln Riley went to USC, we all figured out what he was getting paid, which was an atrocious amount. But, you know, we College. figured out what he was getting paid. College, now. man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, NFL, and uh, the, the, I mean, everybody kind of just tries to keep that under wraps. Unlike, you know, players where they literally, like, have to show you what the oh, contract yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Well, that shit's blockbuster fucking news. Mm-hmm. Did you see, uh, speaking of your NFC lease, did you see that they are push, really pushing to get Dan Snyder out of ownership of the Commanders, oh. man? And if they did that, that would be historic to push an owner of an NFL franchise out of the NFL. Well, look, wow. the, the sad truth is most of these owners are pieces of shit. Not all of them. There's some good owners out there. But um, a good chunk, I would say. A good chunk of them. You know, not to be biased. They're rich white guys. Uh, they're rich old white like Yeah. I mean, not not to be biased. Only he's pretty much the only other than like the famous ones like Kraft and Jerry Jones. I know the Eagles owner's name, Jeffrey Lurie. That's just because I'm an Eagles fan. But I can, I truly can say, like you know, he seems like a pretty stand up guy. Obviously, I don't fucking know him personally. Don't really know much about him. Like, 
you know, other than basic shit. Other than just he seems like a good guy, he stays out of the fucking news. That's kind of really all you yeah. go off of. So, I mean, just from an outer look, I would say, hey, he seems like a cool guy. But the, the truth is, man, you never know. And most of these rich white guys, man, these NFL owners, they're all probably just like Dan Snyder. Maybe not as bad because this guy's a real piece of shit. No, Dan Snyder is the ultimate piece of shit. But I think, and I think the only reason he hasn't been run out yet, and he probably won't get run out, I'm going to say, is too that... Much money. What, there's too much money. Those but Snyders are loaded. Also, he if they get him ran out the door for whatever he did, they're still keeping most of it under wraps. But once that all comes out, if they run him out the door for all that, he's going to burn the place down on his way out. He, you know how many exactly. owners he's got dirt on? Because yeah. all them guys talk. All the, like they... They know shit about each other. Why and do you, Why do you think uh, Why do you think Goodell's whole trial with the NFL thing hasn't hasn't gone anywhere? They don't want that shit to go to no. trial, man. They don't want They no. don't want anything. They don't want questions asked. That's the last thing they want. Because what did I just say? They're all the fucking. They all got shit they don't want coming out. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I mean, we'll see how far it goes. But usually, these shits come to some type of settlement. You know what I mean? Like dirty, dirty. Like secrets. Dan might leave. He might take off. But it'll be on his terms, at least somewhat, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he, he's got some type of leverage. I don't think, he's not lying about that. He said, he came out and said he's got dirt on the other owners. Yeah, I mean, so, they yeah, yeah. It. So, I mean, you know, there's no doubt he does. God knows what he would have. If he leaves and there's no big shit about it, they came to their, you know, they yeah. came to their settlement. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it seemed like, you know, they tried to throw... Um, What's his name? The Raiders old coach, uh, Gruden. They tried to yeah. throw Gruden under the bus just to get it to all die down, but then Twitter took over and we wanted to know more. Give us more. Yeah. So, that's the purpose of Twitter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Attack. Just, uh, Twitter's the most ruthless thing ever created. Ever. I love it. I love every fucking second of it. <laughs> but I think I think that should, should uh, conclude our NFL talk. I think before we move on to our other things on the list. We should finish up anything else we had sports-related wise. So, NBA hey, is on tonight. It started tonight. I'm we're not watching anything right now, but it did no, start tonight. I, I don't mean, even I, really care, to be honest with you. I know. We're going to have to change that. This, I usually don't even really get into basketball until playoffs. But, I mean, because that's when football's <laughs> over, usually. I think we could put it off to the first of the year. I think, yeah. and then, you know, right at the first of the year, we're getting playoff football, we're getting a little bit, we could, we could look a little more in the NBA. I'll take my spark notes from ESPN and SportsCenter, and we'll, we'll, we'll tell that to you guys. Look at the nightly scores, you'll have an idea what's going on. Um, so that's, yeah, that's our, that's our NBA talk, I hope you guys, that's our preseason. <laughs> fucking basketball, yeah. you dribble the fucking ball, yeah, they, they the dribble, you shoot, ball. that's score, game. Um, we shouldn't have switched, I should have probably brought up college football before I brought up the NBA, but... Alabama going down. Did you see that on oh Saturday? Oh my god! Dude, Tennessee. I was. Gonna, I think the, the real talk is Tennessee, man. How they're they're fucking balling this year. Tennessee is balling this year. It seems like a magic season, almost like yeah. Auburn's Cam Newton season, where it was just you know one diamond in the rough of seasons that they come out and just play balls to the wall because yeah. Tennessee is so much fun yeah. and um yeah they made this. Uh, I'm trying to look. Do some research and talk at the same time. You're gonna have to help me out. Oh yeah, no, you're good. Go ahead, dude. Hit the research department. Hit the research department. Let them figure it out for you. No, um, I've definitely been trying to catch more college college ball. I'm usually working Saturdays, so I get a little fucked on that. But um, yeah, man, I I saw that. I know Tennessee's been going crazy. My you know my dad is a huge Penn State fan. 
So I know Penn State's having a good year. They did lose to Michigan. But, uh, I mean, fuck, that was a big game. Isn't Michigan good this year? Yeah, Michigan, I think they're still at number four after the oh, rankings. Okay. Yeah, because it's it's Georgia one, Ohio State two. Yeah, Tennessee jumped up to number three. As they should. And then at four is, I believe, Michigan. It's Michigan or Clemson. They're both they're at the four or five combo right there. Gotcha, gotcha. So what if Bama fall to, like, six? Yeah, Bama, Bama's at six right now. So, which is still, I mean, they still have the schedule to get right back into it. And mm-hmm. chances are, you know, odds on chances are what they're going to do is finish out the season undefeated, make it to the SEC championship game. And and lo- as long as, I guess, Tennessee loses a game at some point, that's what they're going to have to hope for. But if that happens, then... Got to see what Tennessee's schedule's looking like. Yeah, they're going to make it to the SEC championship game, play Georgia, and then if they beat Georgia, they're right back into the playoffs. It's a pretty easy... Um, but, yeah, what I was researching there a minute ago was Hendon... Or, yeah, Hendon Hooker is yeah. Tennessee's quarterback. He's... I, oh. But... And he's the reason they're doing what they're doing. He, I believe he's 24 years old, so he's, he's pretty old for a college quarterback. Uh-huh. And he, he has just a real high level of maturity and football IQ. It's just something that you don't see a lot on that level, and that's yeah, what's leading that team to be what it is. I mean, Hendon Hooker is an absolute – he should be up for Heisman this year, for oh, sure. I think. Okay, okay. Mr. Hendon Hooker getting his flowers from Mr. Cool Whip Cody. I could have butchered his first name, but I'm pr- I know as a fact his last name is Hooker. It's I would never forget a hooker. <laughs> I was um, You know what? You might have to edit that one out. Oh no! I'm gonna have fun with that one. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you with that one. No. So I looked up. Oh uh, no! Excuse me. I got from the research department uh, the uh, Tennessee's remaining schedule. Um, they do. Uh, not until next week. Not this upcoming week. They uh-huh. got Kentucky. That's their next ranked opponent. That's not going to be easy. Kentucky's a good team. I, I got hurt, and they're usually a hoop team, or they're usually some ball, basketball players. But the football team's looking good this year. And their after that... Kentucky's quarterback, Will Levis, I think, is supposed to be a first-round draft pick. So he's a real deal. Yeah, Powell, you think Kentucky's going to be a run for him? That's just a warm-up. But after that, they got Georgia. They've mm. got to take on those mm. dogs. Mm. That one, I can't. I don't know. I mean, they beat Alabama. But Alabama, like, they, they were talking this year that Alabama, Alabama had holes this year. Alabama was yeah. a beatable Alabama team this year. And they just barely got them. They only barely got them. You're always only going to barely get Alabama if you get them. I yeah, mean, when have you seen fair. Alabama get destroyed? <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to take a dub where you get a dub. That's fair. They got Mizzou after that. Yeah, that's an easy dub. Then the Gamecocks. Dub. I just, it's a great name. I, 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 wish I, I know you didn't even want to mention South Carolina. You it, just wanted to say Gamecocks. It, everyone who's listening knows where Oh, that, of course. Who, anybody knows, who follows college football, I'm cool. Anybody knows where good cocks at? Bruh. And there's that silence. I've been <laughs> Yeah, your joke, that one didn't land there. Sorry, you, you can't say a joke in the middle of me drinking wine out of my coffee mug. I'm, well, my goal is to get you to spit that everywhere. All over our audio equipment? Yeah, that would be... Worth it. <laughs> worth and it. we'll see you next year, folks. <laughs> and then that is going to do it. <laughs> oh, man. But okay, yeah, college ball. Everything. College I think that's ball. pretty One much more, sports-wise. One more sports thing. Okay. I have... Um, so this is... this Obviously, this podcast is new, so this is a new thing. But I am a... Uh, not avid, but on a regular basis, I like to... I like to dabble in sports betting. Just little dabbles. Um... 
and not very, not very often. You fucking addict. Not, not, last year I was. Last year I lost a lot of money, I'm not going to lie. And continued to try to bet to make up for it and just continued to lose. It's not um, often It's not often you get a call from one of your buddies at 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and they tell you they're in Reno and they need 1500 grand in the next 20 minutes. 1500 grand? What is that, 1.5 mil? <laughs> that's <what I> <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Uh, I get a lot of calls at 4 a.m. I confuse yeah, yeah, the numbers. Yeah, yeah, story, bud. Yeah. Uh, but but no, I am I am an absolutely terrible sports gambler. But I know that, and I'm not very confident when I make my bets. I kind of know going in that there's a good chance he's going to lose. But every every once in a blue moon, Mr. Thomas, mm. I feel very very confident about a bet. Oh boy! And since this podcast is called the Suds and Buds Podcast. And I figured, you know, when you're very excited about a bet or want to bet a lot, you usually want to bet the house. But since since we're talking about weed here, our our weed is metaphorically for this for the purposes of this going to be a jar of weed. And wow. I'm going to say that this is going to be my first official bet the jar. Oh my goodness! Pick. Tell us, Mr. Watts, what will you be betting your jar on this week? UFC. 280. That's right. Islam Makahev versus Charles Oliveira. We watch fighting too, motherfucker. <laughs> we do everything here. People, if you do not bet every penny in your bank account on Islam Makahev to destroy Charles Oliveira, then I think you're missing out on a huge opportunity for free money. He's minus 170 on the card. That's almost even money. And Islam Makahev is the next coming of... Um, God, I totally blank. Khabib. He's the next coming. Oh. Khabib is his main trainer. Wow. He, he's a Russian Sambo wrestler. He's the same thing Khabib was. See, I don't know much about this. I know about Oliveira. I don't know much about, uh, about this other guy. He's, he's I want to say, he's, he's only won, lost one time in his career. And he's absolutely ran through the UFC. He's had, like, one close fight, but it was against, uh, his last name's Tixurian, I think. It's a weird last name, but he's a good fighter. He's, so, a, he's a young up-and-comer. So he's submission specialist, like Khabib? Not no, because Khabib wasn't a submission specialist. Khabib was going to take you down and physically impose his will on you, and yeah. then eventually you're either going to give up a TKO or you'll give up a submission. True. One of the two, and that's what Islam does. Islam's going to take you down. You're not going to be able to stop him. Mm-hmm. He's going to beat the living shit out of you, and you're either going to give up or you're going to open up, and he's going to take a submission. He's done it to everybody. Ooh. And I think at minus 170, I know Charles Oliveira is a fan favorite. Everybody yeah. loves him. But I just don't see Islam losing this fight. So I'm going to bet... A ridiculous amount of money. Well, I guess not a ridiculous amount of money compared to what I have. So, um, yeah, next week's podcast could be very bad or very good, depending on how this bet goes. You gonna tell us that number, or you gonna have to? You gonna make? You gonna make us think about I'm it? Not, I'm not gonna give you an actual number. Fifty million dollars. Oh, that's that's terrible. I can't geez. do that. That's like podcasting 101. Yeah, you're. Right. I'm gonna bet. Okay, we'll talk units. So, if I'm gonna bet my units, I'm probably gonna bet like. A good probably five to ten units on yeah on if you for those of you know units and yeah no no fucking clue what that is guys but he's betting ten units a unit so for for somebody who's uh, uneducated as Tyler is a unit is (laughs) so whatever for you as a better let's say if you were a very cheap cheap better didn't have a lot of money you just wanted to just just dabble in it and have a little fun spot on five dollars a bet if you bet you average you know you you bet five bucks on something. You, your, uh, your unit, one unit for you is $5. So if I were to bet $10, 10 units on 
my five dollar unit, then that would be seven bucks. Jesus Christ! I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pretty good okay, numbers yeah. guy. Yeah, you're, that's why. You, well, we'll get you a calculator. That'll I, be I work the numbers for this program. If anyone's one, ever confused about anything. One more uh, for those of you in the betting. Uh, I also cannot resist a parlay. For those of you who don't know what a parlay is, oh. it's putting multiple bets into one and hoping that every single one of them happens so you can get more money than just betting on one bet. So, for those of you that like the parlay, Islam Makahev, Peter Jan, and Manon Firouk. She is a French female fighter with six KOs. <laughs> if she wins, you'll get that croissant. It's only right drinking wine to bet on a French fighter, right? That uh, Honestly, that's a good sign right there. Yeah, and I think it's those odds, I did it earlier, I usually like plus 400, which is fucking awesome. Man. So, yeah, so yeah, Saturday night, man. Pull your wallets out. Bet all your money. Wow. Guaranteed free money. You heard it here first on the Suds and Bugs podcast. Tyler will refund anybody who loses any bet, no matter the dollar amount. <laughs> yeah, I, you better lawyer the fuck up because uh, you're not getting shit from me. Better call Saul. <laughs> well, we better lawyer the fuck up because we got this. <laughs> I just set it up. On, I was going to say national TV, but this is oh, buddy. this is a radio oh, podcast. We, you just edited yeah. it. We never said it. We got about a solid 10 listeners, and I bet you most of them are 10 right now. God damn, we're doing great. <laughs> Better than we thought. <laughs> well, All right. Switching off of sports. Oh, one more sports thing. Sorry, I know I keep jumping around. But that's all right. Thursday. <laughs> for those of you at home who can't see anything that's happening, I just tried to pour a glass of wine with the lid still on the wine bottle. Yeah, we're drinking a screw-on cap. But don't forget, it's cheap. but don't forget, I'm the dumb one. <laughs> so just think about what that makes, Cody. Anyways, last thing, Thursday night, which would be tonight is the 18th. So Thursday, October 20th, is a very special occurrence. We have the big four all happening at one time. The NFL, the MLB, the NHL, and the NBA will all have regular season games going on at the same time on Thursday. Wow. Yeah, that's impre- that's if you're a sports fan, buddy, you're you're getting you're getting hard for Thursday. And I will be at work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I'll be at work too. So you know, that's okay. I can I I'll try to finesse my way, watch a little bit of the game at work. You know, we'll they we'll, like we'll look at the highlights and then talk to you guys like we watched it all. That's just what we do. That's you know, it's kind of how it works. They, that's how they. That's how the pros do it. They just don't ever tell you that. We're honest here at Suds and Buds, and we want to. We want to bear our souls to you. You know, give you everything. Okay. And, and Cody means everything. And I'm gonna get up for a second and, and split our second block. Beautiful. Go ahead and split that. I have no official segue, but I can say that I am hype about Call of Fucking Duty. And we just got a couple days, folks. At the time of recording, it is the 18th. So we're just about, what, nine days off, I think? It's the 27th it comes out. Uh, we're going to get the next Modern Warfare. Uh, it's Modern Warfare 2. But for those of you that don't know, it's not a reboot or like a... It, it's a soft reimagining to the sequel that was also a soft reimagining. It's all called Modern Warfare also, just like the old ones were. Uh, but that first one they did, uh, what was it 2019? Modern Warfare 2019? That oh, one was... Man, a, I've never played Modern Warfare. Oh, buddy. That was a, <laughs> it was a damn good Call of Duty. Uh, absolutely. For the first time... I mean, you know, every year they say, it's so better than the year before. Uh, you're going to get it now. That Modern Warfare was actually fucking better than any other one they've done. Um, so, 
I was fucking impressed, and I'm really excited for the sequel. I'm going to be on that shit. It's just going to be just like the old days, man. When I used to come home from school, you know, I sneak off, go smoke a blunt at the park, come home, think that I got away with it. You know, my mom didn't know. She fucking knew. But go take a shower, eat some food, grab a Sprite, maybe some chips, run up to my bedroom, and turn on the game, man. An old, good old 360. The 360 days. Oh, my God. The memories. I'm a PlayStation guy, so it was a PS3 for me. Oh, but. buddy, see, no, no, see, but any any real gamer, it was 360. Those were the days, and then you had to get a PS4. When it after the 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 PS3, Xbox 360 time, you know that new Xbox One wasn't shit. Had a couple good games, but PS4 looked hot. You gotta get a PS4. I was faithful from the start. You only jump on when it looks good. You had to um, show. No, let me that tell you something. Shows. Let me tell you something. I had the PS2, buddy. That's the first. Well, no, Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo was the, the yeah, first. Yeah, that was console. my first console back in the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> back in '64. Uh, no, but uh, the Super Nintendo Street Fighter Three. That was a, one of the first games I remember playing, and then definitely the PS2 was Madden 08. With uh, the one with uh, uh, who was that? I almost said Vince Carter. What the hell did you just say? Was that, which, <laughs> was, which one was the one with Matt Hasselback? <laughs> oh God, I think was that was 08? I thought that's why it made me think of it. I think that was 08, man. But um, but yeah, COD. I'm excited about COD because I never growing up like the only Call of Duty I've ever personally purchased and had on a video game was Black Ops Three, which I don't even think was a good. Oh, I liked Black Ops Three. Or, yeah, maybe maybe it was all right. Fun. I don't know. It, it was one of them. But I've never really played the online multiplayer or did any of that. I mean, growing up, I didn't really have Wi-Fi because I lived out in the boonies. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really want to get into this one and actually do this multiplayer and, and mainly talk shit to you the entire time. And oh, that's it... the joy of it, buddy. That's why I miss COD, talking shit online. I'm going to just follow you around and make us noticeable as fuck at all times. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, <laughs> you couldn't keep up with me if you fucking trained yeah, your ass. The only one I've seen that's a madman is our our producer, Fred. Oh, oh co-producer Fred, because Morgan's our, also our co-producer. But Fred, I'm, I'm on video just... games that are like shooter games and stuff oh, like no. that, that man will just be on the he roof is... while we're all still he on is. the ground. Fred's, Fred's amazing. I'm just as good as Freddy Cod. Get, get your own copy. You, you know how long I've been playing with this with Fred? You know, you know what I've put him on to? He's taught me. I've taught him. We're both, we're like Ip Man and Bruce Lee. This nigga really think he's Bruce Lee. Just like you're the Batman of this podcast, buddy. Oh, funny how these things work out, <laughs> isn't it? It's just a little funny. I'm laughing, so that's all that matters. Tell you what, doesn't fucking matter. You give me a fucking gun, I'm shooting all of them. Listen, if we're going to talk about video games and your goddamn Call of Duty, let's, let's switch over to my world a little bit and talk about a very, very real video game. Just absolutely phenomenal, and also one of the toughest plays that you'll ever play in your life, Elden Ring. Mm. I started playing Elden Ring about... Shouts out, to, shouts out to From Software. Man, they... Well, and not shouts out to them. Fuck them, man. Because that <laughs> game can be ruthless sometimes. They no, and All it does, I'll, I'll tell you what about them, the genius behind Demon Souls, uh, Bloodborne, Elden Ring, all of them, all the games they make, uh, Sekiro... Um, they all they do is make a game that show you shows you who you really are. Anybody who plays these games is a masochist, but they're also <laughs> fucking goal oriented. Because I'll tell you what, those hard ass bosses in those video games, you fuck after they whoop your ass, 
37 times in a row and you've broken all of your valuables in your house <laughs> and everything you used to care about, it really makes you want that more than anything. And when you finally, finally, folks, can kill that fucking boss, oh my God, that, satisf- that satisfaction, excuse me, is like right next to sex. It's right next to a good orgasm. Whoa there. It's, yeah, I haven't quite, I like to try to, Oh, like over level myself going into boss fights, so I just run through the motherfucker. But I yeah. know at a certain point in Elden Ring that just stops being a possibility. Like I could be level three hundred and something and still struggle with a certain boss. It's yeah. just the way the game works. I'll, I'll tell you what, pathetic as it sounds, when I go into a real boss fight, I gotta psych myself out, man. I gotta go full fucking warrior mode prep. I got. I, I tell myself I'm Baba Voss. <laughs> I, 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 I don't takes. know. I laugh for you, but I didn't know. Oh, those, some some of people will get that reference. It's a it's an Apple TV show. I don't think a lot of people have Apple TV. Uh, a, a lot of do, I mean, considering how many fucking other shows win Emmys, I I think they do. Emmys are rigged. Well, yeah, they kind of are. Any any award thing is, but there's still fucking good shows on there. C was good. The Morning Show was good. Um, what's that one on there? It's with uh, Rob McKinley, McElhenney. I don't know if you say his last name from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's called Mythic Quest. That's what it is. Mythic, I haven't Mythic I haven't Quest. personally watched that one yet, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. But C is good. The Morning Show was good. Uh, I know people love fucking Ted Lasso. I haven't watched that yet either, though. They're obsessed with that. And the idea of it doesn't sound like a good show at all. I will say I get why people like it because I like Jason Sudeikis. I think he's fucking hilarious. I've always liked him. He's for sure an enjoyable watch. Like you're not yeah. gonna be disappointed when you watch him. He's a he's a he's a vanilla white guy that is doesn't have a vanilla sense of humor. You know what I mean? He's a funny vanilla white guy. It's, so it's it's pleasing. It's a sarcastic sense of humor, man. That shit. It is. So it is. Brain. But we were we, we we were on video games and then we were up on Ted Lasso. I'm, I'm we sure. were we 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 kind of segued a little bit into TVs already Ooh. a little bit a little bit of entertainment. Entertainment. News. You're stepping into my field now, sir. Ooh, speaking of entertainment, I don't have much to say on it, so I'll just get one thing out really quick. Go ahead. Black Adam this weekend. Okay, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> what? What? You in the <laughs> I was gonna kick you. Oh, because right I was starting with a B. With, uh, yeah, we're gonna. Black move on. Adam does come out. Um, I'm gonna be busy as shit at work. I work at a movie theater. For those that don't know, so um, which I mean is my dream job because I love movies. Well, close to my dream job, making movies would be the dream. But uh, I love movies, so it's nice to work in a movie theater. But I know when every big movie's coming out and how bad I'm gonna get fucked. Black Adam does come out this weekend, and I'm rooting for it. Fuck, man, it's The Rock. I hope it's good. If you're some man, well, you said everything's sold out, right, for the premiere? Or... Oh, well, I mean... They, oh, no, that was... That's Wakanda Forever that's sold out. Completely. Most Black Adams are probably sold out, too, I'm sure. The superhero movies kill, man. You know what I mean? I mean, for the for the masses, for the general public, it, they could give a fuck on what they, you know... Most people don't look into shit like I do, just because I'm very, like, you know, into doing research on movies and stuff. So, most people don't, like, look into, oh, it might be this type of way, or, oh, it might be good, oh, it might be... But they just kind of go into the movie, you know, like, oh, it's superheroes, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that, either. I'm not, like, trying to talk down on that. That's how, you know, movie-going should be. It should be casual. That's how the most people just enjoy things. Yeah. And don't ever let anybody tell you how to enjoy things, even though, you know, we might judge a little bit. Amen to that shit. I have a question because it is 
we're talking about movies here, and it is Halloween yes. season. Um, I've never really watched any of the Halloween movies, but I know they've shocker. dropped. Yeah, a shocker. I don't even think they're that good, honestly, like yeah. low tier, mm-hmm. um, from what I've heard. But mm-hmm. but I'm assuming because you're such a big movie fanatic and you watch everything that's ever dropped that you've seen the new Halloween. So why I don't have. you just tell me how it doesn't compare to the original one? Because no movie that's on, what, sequel number five <laughs> is ever going to be as good as the original. So go ahead. Uh, well, I will tell you right now, right off the rip, if you want a numbered review of Halloween Ends, the best I can give that movie is a 6 out of 10, like 5.8 out of 10. And that's, that's not a good number. And it only went above 5 because I will say, <laughs> not to sound like a, a psychopath, but the, the kills in it, honestly, were pretty goddamn gory and like... You know, they were fucking brutal, man. And I mean, that's what you sign up for with a horror movie. And it's Michael Myers, so we expect that. But it, it's... I'm trying to find a way to word this without, like, giving too much spoilers. I, but it's a fair warning, I feel like. So, slight spoiler territory, warning-ish. Not too really. Um, this movie is not centered around Michael Myers. Don't come in here expecting the Michael Myers slash fest, blood gore fest, because you're not going to get that. Um, You're getting a very unique approach on the serial killer dynamic. They're like, you know, the horror icon dynamic. They they try to shake it up. I'll give them shit. They were bold in it, but I think they just tried too hard, man. You know, you could have kept it really simple. That was that's the beauty of that original Halloween. It came out in '78 or whenever it was, but that John Carpenter did. Um, man, they and, and like you look at it first, you know, just from like a, a financial standpoint, they made that movie for fucking le- almost less than nothing. And look at the fucking box office success it became, Cody. And like you know, you watch uh, some oh, of classic. the I've watched little things on it, you know, like the making ofs, you know, in the background of that movie. Dude, they were the way they shot that. You know, they were saying like, oh, here comes another regular ass, you know, run of the mill movie that you know this one might do, might get a couple of us famous. You never know, might might get a couple, little bit of talk. They weren't expecting this thing to blow up the way it did, and it's because the simplicity of the horror and of the stalker, the way they portrayed it, the way they portrayed like kind of like the the theme of evil. You know what I mean? Like it was very effective. Um, it's it was damn good without you know just really keeping it simple, man. That's all I can really say. Well, you know, I mean, you just can't get away with trying to keep it simple in a movie nowadays. Even though when somebody does come in to come up with something that is kind of original and simple, it usually is like a movie of the year candidate. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm telling you, man, it's really just, it, it, it's not hard to appeal to the basic emotions when you do it in a, in a genuine way. An absolute classic. You know what I mean? Like that was, <clears throat> and of course it's hard nowadays. Because the, the most basic stuff has been done. Yeah. But, because, uh, you know, back then, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, just in the original movie, she's walking down the street, broad daylight, you know what I mean? And she turns around, boom, there's this guy, Michael Myers, in the background. She can see him. He's, you know, like, just standing there. Like, she goes, you're going to get that creepy feeling on your back? You can tell she has that. She sees this guy. She walks away. And throughout the whole rest of this movie, Cody, there in every scene you look, off in the background, you gotta really look for him. That fucker is there. Wait, he in, is in Halloween. It's in the original Halloween. That every fucker scene. is damn near. There are a lot of spots, not like every scene, but like you know, 
there are very noticeable moments now when it's back to her when she thinks that she's safe and she's just you know going about her life he, michael myers is still there you know what i mean he's always there that scene where she thinks she's safe in the house and she's slow and you know she's standing there and the, the closet's behind her and it's all blacked out and slowly out of the background you see his mask just fade into right behind her shoulder and she's completely oblivious to it and i don't know man that sounds like okay yeah whatever he was standing behind but the way they shot that the way that is that tension that's you know it's it built tension and um i don't know man there was no tension in this one there was no tension there was very little payoff you know like I said, the kills were good, but that ending, ending, how it really ends, eh, I, I wanted a little bit more. So based off of what you're saying, I would suggest to the listeners, you have until October 31st to watch this movie. After that, it doesn't matter anymore, and it never will. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, that's and, a good uh, assessment. And it's called Halloween Ends, but it, we're going to see Michael Myers again in about seven years, folks. It's it's Michael Myers. They're, they're not going to just put that cast. They're not... Putting that cash cow out to pasture. Just I was gonna yet. say too much money there. Oh, man, too yeah. much money. Yeah, we'll see him again in a couple years, folks. You you know what I want? I would like to take a fucking crack at a Friday the Thirteenth sequel or like a little slight reboot. I haven't watched those movies either. Oh, we know you haven't, Cody. For those of you that don't know, Cody, watch <laughs> the list of movies this man has not seen is baffling, quite baffling. And it's uh. Quite contrary to Mr. Thomas over here, who watches basically every movie that ever comes out. So, the level of frustration that I get to bless upon him when he starts referencing different movies. And and a lot of them are actually, like, common classic movies that I just have not watched. And he just gets infuriated. And I really love it when you, when I... When I manage to get you that pissed off, it, it gives me a certain level of joy. And that's what that's kind of what keeps me from watching these movies to an extent. Just like Breaking Bad, I'll never watch it. That's the last time I mentioned it. It's led to physical altercations on numerous occasions. Those are fucking fighting words. The, the, the guy refuses to watch the greatest, <laughs> arguably the greatest TV show I've already seen ever, the greatest TV show ever made. I don't, I've watched The Sopranos. Model. I don't need to watch anything else ever Model. again. You want to talk about Gandolfini and the way he fucking... Oh! Oh! oh. Yeah, I love The Sopranos. Don't ever get that twisted. I fucking love The Sopranos. Breaking Bad is even better. That's no, how good it no. is. No, that, that's something, even if I wasn't so adamant about pissing you off over Breaking Bad, that's something that I would stand against heavily. You can't. I know I need to watch it. I'm I know you can't to watch stand it against to make it. that stand, but still, James Gandolfini, you're just, no, no. Brian Cranston. Uh, I don't care. Brian <laughs> fucking Cranston. Don't give a shit. Uh, no. Game, James. Paul. James Gandolfini. Giancarlo Esposito. James. <laughs> Go ahead. Gandolfini. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, but uh, in all seriousness, uh, Breaking Bad, greatest TV show ever made. And don't even get me started on Better Call Saul. Oh, absolute <coughs> masterpiece. We'll get in. Definitely as we get into our podcast, we're going to get into our top five lists. I don't know if that's what we'll call it. We might come up with some special fancy stoner name oh. for our list but we'll definitely go through maybe at, at some point throughout the throughout our, our run go through a uh, you know maybe an episode at a time go through a top five of certain things favorite yeah. movies favorite shows you know it'd be fun we could do a top five sopranos episode episodes sorry yeah i i don't know how many of our listeners if 
um, we'll find if out. any at all that we have. It's a possibility. Be, we'll yeah, you know, we'll, we got to cater to the listeners. So you guys, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get to get. Uh, do you have the Twitter set up yet? Did you do any of that? Not yet, but yeah. it'll be it'll be up soon. It'll be up soon. So you're gonna follow us at. I'm gonna assume we're gonna get at Suds and Buds. That could be wrong, but we're gonna we're gonna try. We're gonna try heavily. So um, yeah, heavily. Like I said, we we were heavily unprepared going into this, but you know, once once we get this out, listeners, go ahead and, and tweet at us at Suds and Buds and uh, let us know what you think, what you want us to talk about. We can talk about a multitude of things as we've proven throughout this episode. We don't have to have any knowledge on anything to give us Facts. give you our unbiased opinion on it. And for God's sake, if you have any tips, especially technologically, that you want to throw some <laughs> throw to some poor <laughs> poor needy gentlemen, help us the fuck out. We're not we're not prideful people here. If somebody wants to be our fifth producer, that's really good at technology. We're taking producer applications, so. Go ahead and hit us up, suds and buds. I've seen Cody sell his body on the street for a fucking crunch wrap. All right, we're not above anything. Those are good times, buddy. Those are really good times. That was in the crunch wrap first. Yeah, those are. That was yeah. I was at the top of my game back then. And hey, you remember the double deckers? Remember the double decker tacos? <coughs> Elite. Yeah, Taco Bell. Taco Bell used to be like I don't know, like ten years ago. You could go there with a dub. Ugh. And just you have food for a week. You know you can still go more. You know you can still go with just, you can go to Del Taco with ten dollars and eat mm. like a king. Del Taco's ridiculous. Burger King's got a good dollar menu, man. But I I, can't I try up. to stay away from the fast foods now. Burger King is really hit or miss, and I need to stay away from fast food also. But I'm just an unhealthy fuck. You Del know? Tacos. Del Taco, that grilled chicken smacks. So Del Taco, yeah. yeah shout I don't, out Del Taco, sponsor. I I no longer. <laughs> well, you see, you asked for a sponsor, and I was just gonna say I don't even respect them though. Not, not Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> this is how we're going after sponsors. I asked for a sponsorship, and then you just be like, "I'm gonna be honest, man. I want your money, but I don't respect you one bit." <laughs> It's, they'll still do business with us. That's what they respect about it. No, they. But I, I don't respect that to, that torta commercial because they don't call them tortas. They, <laughs> Welcome now to Del Taco. We're bringing you the brand new chicken and beef queso torta, and now also the new guacamole torta. Come try our tortas. <laughs> like, I, I thought the guy was fucking with me. Like, I like, am I, am I having a stroke here? There's also a, uh, a radio commercial they do when they do it with the lady that, like, I would say attempts to say it in a Mex like a Hispanic accent, which she does. Like she, you could tell the the lady is clearly like you know she is she speaks Spanish, yeah. but it's such a whitewashed Spanish that it's like this this doesn't even feel authentic. I'll never try it's one not. of their tortas. It's not torta. Or torta. It's okay. I can't really say. I'm too. I'm white people, so. But you but know. but at least you embraced it, and we didn't ask you to make a goddamn torta commercial. And why would I go get a torta at Del Taco when we live in California? You're right. Taco trucks here. For those of you that don't live in California, I'm sorry because our Mexican food is fucking elite, man. Yeah, I would say the only other place you can arguably get some fire Mexican food is, uh, I mean, in the United States. Uh, maybe like Texas or Arizona, maybe. But California is where it's at. They do it like us, man. No, I no, they, these are these are the runner ups. Us. That's if you got to list the runner ups. Cali is the that's you got the best. I defy anybody to challenge me. If you live in a state where you see a food truck and you think gross, I I, I feel bad for you because I 
look for the dirtiest, grimiest, nastiest looking taco truck. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, they're so nasty. If there is not a 35-year-old guy back there with body tattoos that weighs at least 260 or over cooking, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. Well, I think I think we've I think we've done I think we've presented the people with a with good. a good amount of information for today, and I think they could leave this podcast feeling somewhat satisfied, but also hungering for more of us. Yeah, they might yeah. get a good kick out of us too, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, I want them to be like I want it to be like a drug where they're just yeah. fiending for us by the next week. Ooh, I like yeah. that. Well, yeah. we I mean I don't know I, I can't speak for you viewers or you listeners. Sorry, can't speak for you listeners, but I'm sudsed up and I'm butted up. So I'm feeling good. I'm butted the fuck out, bro. Yeah, not greened out. Never that. I no. haven't greened out since '02. What the hell did you just say? Like, a, we, we, you've made like a reference to 1960, and I just made an '02 reference. I, I'm 24, by the way. 73. <laughs> no, he I'm... was born in '73. <laughs> I am 25. I mean, I'm 25 somewhere. It's a gross number. You when I hit, fuck. yeah, when I hit 25, bro, the like Jesus. the mental change that went through my head because yeah. I was like, oh my god, I'm like. I'm just as close to 30 as I was to 20. Yeah. And that's just, uh, I, I don't hate know. thinking you, about that. That I, makes me want to go clean something and, and you know, yeah, organize honestly, and mow the lawn. When you tell me you're 25, I want to ask you about your 401k. Yeah. You're, it's coming, buddy. You're yeah. coming next year. Nah. And I'm going nah. to make a basket. I'm going to stay 24 forever. I've decided. Yeah. Good luck with that. My back is 65, though, so. Yeah, I mean, I got shoulders of a 70-year-old, bro. If you punch me, that's... If you're ever in a fight with me, attack the shoulders and I'm done. That's easy. I'm giving you my weakness now. (laughs) It's It's not very hard, folks. One one shoulder tap and Watts is down. But I guess, yeah, the official end of the first official... We we didn't even release our little... The yeah. first official podcast. First official one. Oh, this sucks. And yep, and this will be uh, this will be just the start, baby. We're gonna keep this train rolling, so you will catch us next time. I'm not, I won't guarantee when next time is right now. I just won't do it, cause you know we're we're, we're a little rusty on the wheels, but next time's coming soon. We're gonna get this on a weekly basis thing as soon as we can, and that hopefully it's it's gonna be going. Absolutely, for all our listeners, you know. Right, and we will catch you next time, whether it be the early hour or the late hour. We're suds and bud stuff. That was terrible. Drink up, bitches. <laughs>